the scenes with Sav. I'm Savannah, digital creator, tarot reader, entrepreneur, and podcast host. On the show, we get real and expose the unfiltered experiences of life. Are you ready for all this? Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Behind the Scenes with Sav. I'm your host, Savannah Ashara, and we are covering all things thrifting. So back in the day, uh, maybe like 2018, 2019, when I began modeling, I became a super avid thrifter and not to toot my own horn, but I came really, really good at it. I was super skilled at thrifting. I learned so much. I was going thrifting multiple times in a week, multiple stores in a day, and I really did learn all the tips and tricks and so now that thrifting has become more popular it's clearly a more sustainable way to shop people are over the judgments about thrifting or the misconceptions that it's dirty or that you can't find any good things there or that everything from the thrift store is like gross or old that's none of that is true and so i figured that i would share with you my thrifting tips so today we're going to get into my 10 thrifting tips to ensure that you have a great thrift trip every single time. So tip number one is to shop smaller stores. So like mom and pop thrift shops run by churches or run by local organizations. Those are going to be the best bang for your buck. The pricing is going to be more on par with what the value of the clothing is. Usually they get... I mean, Goodwill gets a lot of inventory too, but from what I've learned about Goodwill, they take things and they ship things off to different stores. There's certain Goodwills that they've marketed as boutique Goodwills, so like certain stores that they'll send a lot of their higher end items to, and there's more organization there in that aspect that can make it a little harder to find a true treasure or a gem at a Goodwill or like a commercial thrift store. Mom and pop shops aren't really in it for the money like that. Like they are, you know, but it's kind of just an overflow of goods donated by their church members or by their community members. And, you know, they're making a little money, something back, and that'll usually go into the church or into their programs for the community or for youth or whatever. So those little shops happen to be where I find my most prized possessions and gems, the pieces that are still with me today, even years and years later. Most of them I have found at smaller shops. I'm not saying don't shop Goodwill. I'm just saying that expect to pay a little bit more for things at Goodwill and your experience may not be as enjoyable. <laughs> uh, but this is just based off of my my time in thrifting and, and being a thrift queen. Not to say that you would have a similar experience, but if you have the option to sm- shop smaller mom and pop thrift stores, or if you have the choice to, if you can only go to one, for example, I would say choose the smaller one. However, I have found some great items at Goodwill too. So if it's convenient for you to hit more than one, and I actually have that on my list, which is perfect. We'll move into that next. But if it's convenient for you to hit more than one, then sure, make Goodwill a part of your rotation. If not, I would choose the smaller mom and pop shop. You can start to get to know the people that work there, uh, start to find out more information about the store, like how often they get updated items, when the specials are, things like that. Goodwill has those 
options available too, but it just doesn't seem as personal, at least in my experience. So that leads me to tip number two, which is to hit more than one store in a thrifting session. So kind of like antique shopping where people will carve out like an afternoon or a whole Saturday to go antique shopping, treat thrifting that same way. And why I recommend this is because You'll notice after your first couple thrift trips, I call them the thrift gods, like the thrift angels, when the thrift gods are on your side because there'll just be something about the energy of the store in that moment or something about you and your energy in that moment where you just feel like you're pulling, like things are flying off the rack and into your cart and you're just like, wow, like I'm finding so much good stuff today. Not everything comes home, obviously. Maybe some things don't fit. Maybe some things are damaged. Maybe some things just don't end up working out. But that initial, I'm finding so many good things on the rack feeling, that's that electricity that means you're on fire and that you're having a good thrift day. (laughs) So make the most of that by going to more than one store if you have the time or you know if you can prioritize that what i found is that when i'm having a good thrift day at one store and i'm hitting store number two store number three store number four it usually is kind of a domino effect and then after that maybe i won't have another fire trip like that for another like two or three thrifting sessions so it just depends there are some stores in my experience where i feel like i always find a little something and those places are really nice to have in your thrifting arsenal. But if you don't have something like that or haven't found that kind of go-to spot for you where you know if you go, you're gonna find something, make it a practice to hit more than one and then really hone in on that energy when you feel like you're having a good thrifting day, the thrift gods have blessed you, just take that momentum and write it. (laughs) Write it into the sunset if you can. So tip number three is, I kind of touched on it earlier, but tip number three is to find out the sales or the deals of the day or the week. Goodwill comes to mind in that they always have a color of the week. So usually that color will be half off or everything with that color tag will be a dollar, for example. So find that information out as soon as you get there because obviously it's good to know, right? Like maybe you'll just be focusing on shopping all the yellow tags, for example. You could be that kind of thrifter. I know people that only thrift things that are that fall within the category of the deals so that's cool i when i thrift a at a store i thrift the entire store i make the time to walk every single aisle men women and children (laughs) baby section suitcases i don't care because you never know what you're gonna find and that's that's part of what appeals to me about thrifting is the thrill of the chase and that that true sweet sweet satisfaction of finding a gem that was tucked away in a child's suitcase and it's like what? Like, had I not walked over here, I never would have found this X, Y, and Z item. And and this is really going to make my entire week. So make the time to shop the whole store, but also make the time to find out what the deals are so you can get in on that. There's a thrift store called Axe Thrift. They had one in Pomona and one in Pasadena. The Pomona location was my, like me and that Pomona location had a sweet, sweet relationship. Like every time I would go there, it would hit. I would jackpot hit and find some of my favorite pieces there. On Thursday afternoons, Axe has 50% off the entire store. Like what, you know? But they don't really advertise that. So it's something that I saw when I went into the store, they would have a little whiteboard and then they would have that there. But you really didn't see the deals so much on their social media. So always, always ask. So that way you can have that in mind and, and honestly, you know, save more money. Like why not? Tip four, go earlier in the day or during the week if you can. Obviously, just like 
like with any other grocery shopping or clothing store, you know, it's going to be busier on the weekends. That's just natural fact. We have a nine to five, Monday through Friday work week. Everybody's off. Everybody's living their best life on the weekend. In order to avoid getting caught in the crowd, go in the mornings. If you have to go on the weekend, definitely go in the morning. If you have flexibility in your schedule, go in the morning or go during the week. That'll give you more time to actually browse at a leisurely pace and to enjoy your experience. No one likes having to push past other people in carts or wait in super long lines for the fitting room or for the cash register. Going at the low volume times will, one, help you sort through and and go through everything because you'll be able to get through everything. And two, it'll just make your experience that much better. Bonus tip on this tip is that you want to get there while the stuff is still there, right? So usually places will stock their inventory early in the morning or the night before. So if you're there in the morning or if you're there on a weekday, you have a better chance of getting the good stuff before it gets mold over by everybody else. That's just the little bonus tip there. If you're going to do it and make an afternoon or a day of it, just wake up early, commit to it, and get the best of the experience, and definitely do that by going during the week or in the morning. Tip five, try on everything. Even if you don't think it's going to fit, or even if the tag says it's a totally different size than what you typically go for in a regular store, sizes mean nothing, (laughs) nothing in the thrift store. I have clothing in my closet that I've thrifted that is technically like a girl's, like, you know, a kid's 13. And I have items that are an extra, extra large woman's blouse. It's like a really, actually a really pretty tiger print silk blouse. All of that to say, sizes mean nothing. The thrift store is just a big warehouse full of random brands and items. So there is no conclusive sizing like there would be if you were to walk into like a mall. What's a medium in one store might be an extra small in another store, might be a large in something else, might be a men's XL, right? So don't overthink it. If you see something and you like it and it fits what you're looking for, grab it and try it on. But be sure to try everything on. Even if that means, you know, I know with COVID, which was kind of frustrating, a lot of the fitting rooms were closed. So I said, all right, I would wear a black tank top and black leggings or black biker shorts, something that was form fitting to my body and easy to like that kept its shape so I could easily put on clothing over my clothing and get a general sense of whether or not something would fit me. Sometimes I would get in trouble for this. Sometimes I wouldn't. Now places have fitting rooms open and it should be fine in the event that they don't because you never really know. Sometimes there just isn't a fitting room, which is kind of weird, but it happens. Sometimes the line for the fitting room is outrageous or they only have one fitting room. So as long as you have a mirror somewhere that you can kind of make it work, uh, be sure to try things on. Tip six, have inspo in mind or make a little thrifting mood board. There is a creator. I will drop her YouTube link in the show notes below. There's actually a couple of my favorite thrift creators and people who have inspired me to thrift in the first place, but her name is Alexa Sunshine 83. <laughs> and she does a great job of making videos and trends, but they're all comprised of thrift store things or things that you can find in a thrift store. So I would watch her videos on her channel and kind of take inventory of the things that I would be looking for myself in the thrift store. And that really helped me narrow my focus. It's almost like I I programmed my mind with a search filter. And then when I was in the thrift store, the items that 
matched up with what I had in my mind would pop out easier because it is it is overwhelming. I know I mentioned earlier that I would scour the whole store if I was going to go thrifting. Still do that, but have in mind the things that you're actually looking for so that way you don't get overwhelmed with too many choices or too many pieces or get suckered into buying something that you think might work or you think might like, but then you never end up wearing it because it actually wasn't suited for the style that you had in mind. You can easily do this by making a little Pinterest or uh, screenshotting some things from Instagram. Even if you're taking note of trends that are in fast fashion brands currently, you can still find those similar items in the thrift store. Like fashion repeats itself. Hello, we're in the era of Y2K. You can easily find things that were relevant back then and find them in the thrift store and make it work for the trends that you see today. Tip seven is don't buy just to buy. And it's tempting, especially when, for example, everything is a dollar, everything is half off. Don't get caught up in that. You'll end up with a closet of things that don't match or aren't cohesive and that you really end up never wearing because you just bought them to buy them because they were on sale or because you could. <laughs> you know, your your dollar goes a lot further in the thrift store, which is something I love about it, but don't get caught up in the consumerism nature of that and and buy just to buy. Like you still want to be intentional with your choices and you don't want to exhaust yourself by buying a bunch of stuff and then having a bunch of stuff and then still having the problem of not knowing what to wear or not having anything to wear. That's how that happens. It's actually not a lack of clothes. It's a lack of vision and cohesion within a closet that causes that I have nothing to wear dilemma. So save yourself that time and trouble do a closet clean out before you get into the thrifting vibe. Be clear about the things you're actually looking for and then do your best to stick to that when you're in the thrift store. Tip eight, look for quality brands. This tip is kind of a catch-22. You're gonna see a lot of fast fashion at thrift stores. It's literally fast fashion, so of course, right? People wear it once or twice and then they donate it thinking that can overcompensate for the fact that they participated in fast fashion. Newsflash, it doesn't. Only like 30% of things donated in thrift stores actually make it to another person's home and the life of the item gets extended. 70% of what gets donated ends up getting sold to other countries or transported to other countries or just gets thrown away and it's just this huge pile of waste and it's really sad while you know we do our best the number one way we could avoid contributing to that is by minimizing our consumption in the first place that's why this tip is a little bit of a catch-22 because if you see something from forever 21 or pretty little thing or misguided or whatever and you like it you can grab it especially if you're already thinking sustainably and you've backed away from fast fashion brands it's totally fair game to pick up fast fashion at a thrift store like at that point it's not fast fashion anymore you're thrifting it however just know that these pieces were not made to last so if it's still a trendy item or if it's something that you're looking at to be a staple like what comes to mind is like a black long sleeve for the winter or like a tank top or something know that you're better off thrifting that from a reputable like quality brand versus something that's from a fast fashion label so it just depends you want to give those things more life if you can because they are already so damaging for the environment but on the flip side if it's a staple or something you see yourself wearing a lot 
or you have staples on your list and you find that black long sleeve, but it's by Forever 21, I would maybe suggest skipping that and looking for it in a quality brand just to make sure that you really can have that item and that it's sustainable and that it lasts you. Now, when I say quality brands, I mean things that were made like in the 80s or the 70s or the 60s, honestly. And you'll know right away by the tag on something or or it might not even have a tag that about the age or the era that it comes from if it's not already apparent by the style of the clothing. These are some of the best finds. There's a brand, Karen Kane, Karen with a K, Kane with a K awesome i found some of the best high-waisted jeans from karen kane some cool professional clothing when i was a manager in a restaurant a lot of the things i thrifted from karen kane were perfect for that it was like what a secretary would wear like in the 80s like i loved finding any king karen kane items so so good uh who else obviously levi's wrangler those are popular and might not you might not come by them as easily but they're still out there so definitely pick those up if you can or if you see them and it ends up working out for you there's some other brands that aren't coming to mind right now but if you watch a couple youtube videos thrifting you know girls who are into thrifting you'll definitely start to see these brands come up and know what to look out for You can trust that those are quality. If something was made in the 60s or 70s and it's still in a thrift store today, or it's made its rounds, it'll last you in your closet for much longer. Those things you can always trust. I would also say a sub tip to this tip, avoid white or light colored clothing if you can. Sometimes you can find some white or light colored clothing that look good in the thrift store. Usually those things don't do too well just because, you know, they're white. Like, To have someone wear a white top, for example, or a white blouse for its lifetime and then donate it, it's a very rare chance that it's still going to be in good enough condition to where then you can give it a second lifetime. Now, sometimes not, but this is kind of just goes with the idea of super checker clothing, check it for stains, check it for holes, check it for rips or tears, and be realistic with yourself about whether or not you're going to repair something. Because buying things that are damaged under the guise of like, I'll fix this hole, I'll patch this tear, when you're really not that person, is just going to add more clutter to your closet. (laughs) So be real with yourself there. Keep it manageable, especially when you first start thrifting until you find your groove. Tip nine, put everything in the cart and keep it moving. So I learned this tip from one of my friends, my social media friends and YouTube friends, uh, Thrifts and Tangles. Her name is Tyler. We met online and one of our first activities that we did together after meeting was go thrifting. And we had both been, I mean, she's a super avid thrifter, very sustainable. She just got married and had a fully sustainable wedding. It was beautiful from what I saw. I had been more of a thrifter, but more of a a fashion-y thrifter. I was looking for clothing for photo shoots primarily and test shoots and things like that. When we thrifted together, we actually went to St. Vincent de Paul in LA, which awesome thrift store. You could definitely spend an afternoon there. The way this girl shopped surprised me. Like I saw clothing like materialized to her. And I just could not believe because we went up and down the aisles together often like, you know, me after her or vice versa. So we were going through the same things and I would pass an area, not have anything jump out at me. And she would pass that same area and find like three or four things by the end. And we were ready to do our, our dressing room try on. She had a full overflowing cart. I probably have a picture somewhere, a video clip. 
an overflowing cart of clothing and I had maybe a quarter of a cart. I was like, oh my gosh, what is your secret? Like you are inspiring right now. Like, please spill the beans. And she basically said, well, you know, I know what I'm looking for, but also I just grab stuff. Even if I think it may work or I like it just a little bit, I just grab it and I keep looking. That was genius advice. In the thrift store, like I mentioned earlier, things can be overwhelming. There's a lot of people. There can be crowds. There's a lot of repetitive items too. So when you find something that you think might work, just grab it and toss it in the car and keep moving. Versus me in my early thrifting days, I would stand and analyze something. Like if I were shopping in the mall, right? I pick something up, I I look at it, I feel it. I think about other things that could go with in my closet. I'm like pondering, like I kind of, I was just... I'm very like overanalyzing things unnecessarily sometimes and I would do that in the thrift store. Don't do that. Take it from me. Oh, this could be cute. This could work. Boom, pop it in the cart. Keep looking. And she didn't even look at the size on some of this stuff like or let that deter her. She just pulled it and plopped it. Do that. It keeps your momentum moving. It keeps the energy flowing and it gives you lots of options when you're in the fitting room, which was great because you don't want to have to visit the thrift store fitting room more than once per store. <laughs> you really don't. Like unless there's something you see on the way out that's a top 10 center, it's best just to do all of that in one go. Do all of your shopping in one go, everything in the cart in one go, everything in the fitting room in one go, and then ultimately paying and checking out and leaving. Definitely put that tip into the practice. Grab it if you see it, grab it if you like it, and keep it moving. And our last tip for the episode, don't forget the accessories, girl, what you doing? Do not forget to leave the store without checking out the accessories. So oftentimes, accessories in a thrift store will be Uh, in some sort of jewelry case, either near the cash register or in an area in the center of the store that also has its own register. And it makes sense because a lot of times these items are small, right? So think earrings, rings, necklaces, belts. Don't forget to check these out. There have been some really iconic finds that I found that were just hiding in plain sight in the jewelry case, $8.99. I found some really cool waist chains, some gold belts from the 70s, some awesome stuff just hanging out in the jewelry case on that same note the belt section is not to be missed oh my gosh the things you can do with a cool belt okay or the purses the purses and handbags and scarves actually i found some awesome scarves that i've used as tops as cover-ups as sarongs you know as a headscarf or just an accessory for my bag multi-purpose things like that are awesome and usually they're very inexpensive so as long as you have it in your mind like hey let me ask where the belts are i gotta check out the accessories before i leave you'll be good to go i do have a bonus tip tip 11 wash your thrifted items okay (laughs) thrift stores do not sanitize, wash, steam. They don't do anything to the clothing that they get donated. It gets put into big bins, employees sort it, throw out things that are not sellable or unsanitary. They pick out other things that may be of higher value. Sometimes you'll see those things behind glass cases or in a special section of the store. Some stores shift off the high value items to a flagship store. And then the rest of the stuff just gets tagged with appropriate tags and put out on the floor. So it's a very quick turnaround from, you know, the 80 year old ladies estate sale onto the Goodwill floor for you to purchase. And there is no cleanliness involved in that process. Some people 
are unsure about this. So I definitely made sure to find out because it was one of the questions I had when I started thrifting. So definitely wash the item, hot water if you can, depending on the fabric, whatever, do what you gotta do, hand wash it, sanitize your jewelry, like for real, alcohol, soak it, do what you gotta do. And honestly, if I were you and, and what I found myself doing is I would sage my pieces or hit them with some Palo Santo to energetically cleanse and clear them of their past lives. Because you never know what an item experienced on its journey to you. Maybe that person passed away. Maybe that came out of a divorce. Maybe like you never know. Right. I, I like to think of sometimes the people that previously owned some of my favorite items and the lives that they had before me, but maybe some of those items didn't have such a fun time. So regardless, energetically clear that, okay? <laughs> so that way you can step into it free and clear and then you know give it its, its second round. That's gonna do it for today's episode. Let me know what you think in the comments or leave a little review telling me if these tips helped or if you wanna add any of your personal thrifting tips for those that are listening. Sending you all my love and sending you the thrift gods. May they be on your side. And I will talk to you all very soon. If you're taking away a little inspiration or wisdom from today's show, send it to a friend, post it on your socials, or leave a rating and review, all of which help to reach more listeners like you.